Hey, you are listening to Mishmash. This is Mish Hancock. This is a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and people I want to know more about. Today, my guest is Suzanne Evans. She is the founder and CEO of AAA Translation, a professional translation, interpretation, and global consulting firm. She was also recently announced as a top 100 St. Louisan to know by the St. Louis Small Business Monthly. Uh, She is on the Immigrant Entrepreneurship Advisory Board for Mosaic Projects and president of St. Louis Stuttgart Sister Cities, Inc. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Mish. Oh my God, I love seeing you. And I got to sit at your table. Yes, you did. I got to sit at your table when I watched you be honored as one of the top 100 St. I was like, I know her. Thanks for coming. It was so much fun. It was. So what was that like for you? To, to I mean, you know, that's a big deal, right? It is. It is. I mean, I've been working hard in the city, and uh, I just want to, I want see. I want to see St. Louis on the global scene. Right? You know, I want St. Louis, everyone to know overseas what a great city we have here. And I, don't, I think that people don't, I mean, I think it's St. Louisans kind of, because we're, we're sort of like, oh yeah, we're St. Louis. We're not really a big city. We're not really a small city. We, it's like we have a hard time really embracing who we are. We do. We do. I'm always comparing St. Louis to my hometown, Stuttgart. Ooh, now see, let me try to say that the right way then. Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Okay. Because yes. I said Stuttgart, which is not correct. Well, so when I go, I'm the German here. You're not. Yeah, well, so, you, know, you know, but still, I like to say it correctly. So Stuttgart. Stuttgart yeah. I want to just go around and say that all day. Okay, you can do that. You okay. can call me up anytime, and we can <laughs> practice all day long. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna order it when I go out to the. I'll have some Stuttgart, please. <laughs> With Spätzle or without? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Those are those are the southern uh, German noodles that we that I make uh-huh. myself. You make your own noodles, I like do. flour, egg, water. Yeah, yeah, something what? like that. Yeah, it's that it's a hard. winter dish. It's a winter dish. So not. I can't have it right now. No, I'm but not you'll making it for me you. Over right. next Winter. Okay, I will. <laughs> Put it like, on your like how I got that free dinner. Woo! Good to do this podcast. <laughs> uh, can I leave now? <laughs> we're and done. We're right? done. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me. I mean, so, you you're built. You, so tell me about the top 100 St. Louis, and tell me about that and like your business. Okay, so my business is a foreign language translation global consulting firm. Started this shortly after I moved here in 19... When did I move here? 1992? (laughs) It's been a long time here in St. Louis. 1992. I started my business in 1994. Originally English-German, German-English translations, because that's what I studied. That's who I am. Um, and after a while, and, and clients were like, can't you do other languages? We love working with you. And as an entrepreneur, you don't say no. Yeah, you so go, like, you I'll say figure yes, this we'll out. We'll figure this out. Right. We, we, yes, we can do that. So in 2000, we offered everything, every language. We do 150 languages. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine that there's 150 languages. Oh, there's a lot more than oh. that. But uh, in the top, I mean, we work in the top 40, usually top 40 languages. Top top 40 40 for today. (laughs) (laughs) And we have clients, you know, that need language, they need 40 languages at any given time. Oh my gosh. And so, and then how do you find these translators? Like, are they all here or are they all over the place? No, they're all over the world because we have teams all over the world. Um, every country, we have teams of translators that specialize in certain materials, certain, you know, 
stuff that we need them in. So one specializes in legal, the other one technical, the other one website, the other one, you know, marketing. So So our teams are in country Mm -hmm. to guarantee they get the right language. Right. Yes, because that's so important. Because I've lived here too long. I don't translate into German anymore because I'm not there every day. Right. Language changes in English and German and Chinese and whatever language. Well, and even if it's the same language, like, you know, because I, I went to school in Spain for a year. And the Spanish Spanish is really different than Mexican Spanish. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, I, I, I would go to Mexico. And I I used to speak speak fluently. I do not anymore. I can't even do English right now. Um, I don't anymore. But the first time I went to Mexico thinking, I'm just going to be yakking it up with the natives over here in Mexico. No, forget it. I did not understand one word those people were saying to me. And thankfully, most of them speak English, so I could understand what the heck was going on. But yeah, it's very different. Yeah, isn't this great that most of the rest of the world does speak English and we're the only country that does not teach foreign languages? That makes it mandatory to study foreign languages. Where I grew up in Germany, I had to take English. Right, right. It's a must. Well, and what I don't understand, and, you know, just, okay, so when I lived there and I really got to know this other language, I learned more about my own language just by knowing another language. Um, the thing that really stunned me about learning another language that there are were actually ideas and feelings that came with that language that did not come. The culture. Yeah. yeah. You learned the culture. It was and- so interesting to me. And, and when I was over there, I was thinking, why do our kids not learn another language when it's easy, when they're little, right? When they can pick it up a lot quicker. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. With the language comes the culture, which opens your mind, and you start thinking totally differently. And I think it's so sad that this country is so far behind the eight ball on teaching languages, especially kindergarten. That's where we start over there, you know? Right. And you well, learn and it. was the it's same in Spain. Yeah. The kids were, in fact, the kids that I, the, the, um, I lived in a house with three kids. Love them. I love them. I, I still see the kids on Facebook. They're like all grown up with children of their own, and it's amazing. But um, they were each learning two languages. Mm-hmm. So each of the kids were learning English for sure, and then they were learning some other language. So I think one was learning French, one, which French and Spanish is so much, you know, very much alike. But still, I thought it was so interesting that these kids were going to grow up with all these different languages, mm-hmm. which I think puts you in a whole other level of knowledge and worldview and. It does. Yeah. It does. It I does. agree with you. Yeah, we really do need to do that. We need to do Let's that. Let's start that today. All right. How, how are we going to do that, Nish? <laughs> we need a plan. Okay, let's do a plan. Let's make a plan. I'm telling you, it's very interesting. And so a company will come to you and say, all right, we are now expanding our services or products or what have you into this particular area of the world. And then you look at their website and you can totally take their website and translate it into a whole other language. Pretty much, yes. But sometimes, you know, some people have way too much information on their website or in their brochures. And Uh so we sit down with the client and tell them, you know, um, other countries really don't want to know about all (laughs) this and this and this or how many awards you have won or all the fluff, you know. Really? That's awesome. They just want to know what can you you do, you know, and and what do you offer out there? So we scale the website down and it just needs to be basic. Right. But as long as you offer in another language and then throw it on social media and you're the expert at that, (sighs) you know. Yes, that's my world. But only in English. (laughs) Well, we can change that. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's, I will become a global social media 
media company after today. I'll let you guys all know about it. Okay. Can we help you with that? Yes. I know the perfect company would be yours. (laughs) (laughs) This is so convenient how this all happens in one one podcast. (laughs) Well, listen, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Suzanne in just a moment. Hi, this is Katie Beth from Chicks and Pits Podcast and Pit Dorable Dog Rescue. Join us June 19th for Puppies in the Park at Bee Tree Park in South County from 1 to 4 p.m. And we are back with Mishmash, and we are talking to Suzanne Evans. Okay. I want you to tell me. Let's talk about Stuttgart. Let's talk about that's our sister city to St. Louis. How did that did you make that happen? No. Or did it just no, already happen? And no, you just... I, it's, it, we're the oldest sister city. Started in 1960. Really? Way back then by Mayor Tucker. Okay. And it was a friendship organization back then. And then over time, it turned into a sister city. And we were uh, among the top, um, I think the top five German sister cities after World War II. Really? Yes. Yes, so um, it's cultural exchanges. We have a bunch of high school exchanges going on. Lindbergh High School has a partner school over there. John Burroughs has a partner school in Stuttgart. That's so cool. Parkway South has a partner school in Stuttgart. Uh, We work uh, with universities, UMSL, and the University of Stuttgart do exchanges. St. Louis University has a really cool exchange with, it started out with Stuttgart University. Uh-huh. It was a virtual exchange originally. So they did these, these students met, did their virtual exchange, and at the end, and uh, I'm sorry, it was St. Louis, Stuttgart University, and Mumbai, India. Really? So they did a virtual exchange, and at the end of the semester, they all flew to Mumbai to meet up and finish the project they were working on and now it's St. Louis, University of Stuttgart, Mumbai, India and Stellenbosch, South Africa. Oh my gosh. And I think Russia is going to be included in the next round. So they're all doing this virtual exchange and I think from what I've heard, they're going to meet in Africa this time to finish their project. So this is really cool. But how how did this start? I mean, like, how in the okay, world so did St. Louis e- get, you know, like, like did, did a bunch of cities come to, or did St. Louis go, hey, we're looking for a sister city. Who wants to be a sister with us? How did this all come about? Well, back then, it was... <laughs> The mayors really liked each other way back when. So they traveled over there. A whole delegation went over there in 1960, and they liked each other. And there were some common business, you know, cultural things. that okay. were Because of the German population here, you know, all that played a factor into this. So that's how it started. And then just over time, it just keeps propelling to more and more and more and more. And now, actually, I'm working on some economic development between the sister cities also. Which makes sense. I was just over there a couple weeks ago to further that. And we may have some cool things happening. So is that in alignment with Mosaic? Is that no, that's different. That's, that's different. different. Okay. This has to do with, with the World Trade Center and the regional chamber here. They're, you know, they're looking at doing it more international business. And what better than a sister city? Because we have the connections right. over there. And they're always welcome, you know, to new ideas. So, so tell me about our sister city. It's gorgeous. Well, St. Louis has 2.9 million 
Stuttgart has 2.9 million. Really? So, Get out. Yes. That's so, so we could just all partner up and have our all, own Stuttgart friends. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, the, the interesting thing about Stuttgart is they have 170 different nationalities living oh, there. Gosh darn. So the former mayor uh, was very uh, keen on foreigners coming into, into the city. One of the reasons was the average childbirth rate was 1.1. So Stuttgarters did not have children. Uh So they were looking at immigrants to fill the voids. And so now it's a vibrant, growing, beautiful, historic city in southern Germany. The headquarters of Mercedes. Mercedes. Oh, really? Headquarters of Porsche. Oh, ooh la la. Nice Bosch. car choices. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think that's all you see over there pretty much in the really? city. <laughs> Porsche and Mercedes, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, does that, are these people well off at that city? Well, Stuttgart, yes. Yes, they are. Because, I mean, it's it's one of the most producing cities over wow. there, especially for Baden-Württemberg, the state it's in. Yeah, they they have a very high tax base, yes. Oh, how cool! And Bosch so, if I go, if I go visit, what 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 should I go see? Like everything. There are mu- there are castles. There are beautiful museums. There are beautiful shopping areas. Beautiful old historic churches dating back to fifteen hundred, uh, five hundred. Excuse me, not fifteen hundred, five hundred. But yeah, it yeah. was rebuilt yeah. in fifteen hundred, and then it was burned down and bombed in World War Two. So. This is just down one of the many churches downtown that I'm talking about. Uh, farmers markets. I mean, it's just ca- coffee shops where you sit outside, and they even have a Starbucks where you can sit outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was okay. Because I, I had to admit that when I so Europe, and as much as I love Europe. Uh, it, just you know, the espresso, love it, but one tiny little cup of coffee is not. I need to have. I have a thing about the paper cup coffee, and I know that's like terrible, not sustainable. I hope it's biodegradable, whatever paper cup I'm using. But when last time I was over there, I was like searching out a Starbucks so I could get a big coffee because there's not big coffee. It's all little tiny coffee cups. Right, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but and and real coffee cups, like people actually stop, Porcelain, sit yeah. down. Yeah, we sit down and drink enjoy the our, coffee, mm-hmm. and then they go about their business. Where here, it's like we're so go go. go. Got him. And the cup holders in the cars, which I'm sure Porsche and Mercedes Benz has awesome cup holders for us Americans <laughs> to put our favorite cups in. Right, right. Because we are all about walking around with our beverages. Yeah, we're all about drinking. Yeah, yeah, we are. I'm serious. <laughs> I was, it's true. It's totally. true true so yeah i and so and so can you talk a little bit about starbucks because there might be some cool things that people don't know about you and your connection with starbucks well i'm a german voice talent for talent plus and uh, do recordings in German for various corporations for them and one (laughs) of them is starbucks i think it's awesome so do you do they call it a frappuccino in German? Yeah, it's the same. It is. It's the okay. Same. I was it's just wondering if they had like, you know how like they talk about like 
the Big Mac is actually called something else somewhere else. And yeah. So it's all the same. Yeah. Well, and and talking about McDonald's, you can drink beer and wine at McDonald's in Germany. Right. You yeah. can't over yeah. another Europe. I, yeah. I had to go have wine. There's a there's a McDonald's where you can see the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit in there and have wine and look at the Eiffel Tower because I just thought that was such a weird experience. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Egypt. There's mm-hmm. like a Pizza Hut mm-hmm. where you can go. Oh, hey, there's the pyramids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yep. Can I have pepperoni on that? Yeah. <laughs> what on the pyramid or on the pizza? <laughs> It's just bizarre, though. I mean, it's such a, it's like this weird cultural thing, I would think, looking at these ancient what have yous, and then here I am at my fast food place. <laughs> I just think that's a weird thing. It is, but it's globalization, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's part of globalization. Back to Stuttgart. The really cool thing about Stuttgart Stuttgart sits in a valley mm-hmm. surrounded by hills. Okay. Okay. Stuttgart dates back to 500 A.D. They used to raise horses in the valley way back when because it was all surrounded by the hills. Now, guess what's on the hills now? What? Vineyards. Ooh. Ooh, Stuttgart has really good wine, and the city of Stuttgart actually have has their own vineyard. Oh, how cool! They produce well, their own wine. That's helpful. <laughs> I know. You don't have to go to the grocery store. Just go up on the hill. Yeah, go see the mayor. <laughs> he has wine. <laughs> I love it. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be back with Suzanne Evans in just a moment. Want to find out what this podcasting buzz is all about and how it can help you reach your target market in a unique and engaging way? Schedule a tour of Studio C Radio today by emailing studiocradio at gmail.com. And we're back. You're listening to Mishmash, and we are speaking with Suzanne Evans, and it is question time. Uh-oh. Yay. Am I in trouble? No. Total fun. You'll totally dig it. My first question. Stuttgart. Did I say that right? You are the best. I am so German. You're so good. Stuttgart is known as the city of science. So what is St. Louis the city of? You never hear, you hear about these other cities of fountain, the city of fountains. The, what, what the is arch. St. Louis? That we're just the city of arch. The, the arch. city of the arch. The arch. The El arch. Arco. The, the. <laughs> and ravioli, aren't we? Yeah. Ra- oh, toasted, toasted ravioli. ravioli. And gooey butter cake. That's true. Gooey butter I totally cake. think we should be known globally for our gooey butter cake because that rocks. It does. <laughs> Food always rocks, no matter what. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. Well, and, tell me about your favorite German foods then. Well, I grew up in the South. I'm a Southern girl. <laughs> so, I'm Southern German. I'm Southern German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, foods, um, the pretzels, you know, the fresh baked Ooh. German pretzels i can you know there's you cannot find them here they're not here no they're not here pretzels or pretzels and pretzels i mean there's what's the difference like you can't go to annie it's the flour it's the flour because i remember my mom used to come visit my mom loved to bake she would just like bake up some pretzels for you no she always complained this american flour is just not doing it for my german cakes and you know it's different i guess it's ground different i i have no clue but it, it, the flour, you know, makes or bakes the, the cake, and especially with the pretzels. And I'm sure, you know, you can I, – I even have some friends who fly in pretzels from Munich to St. Louis. Really? Because you cannot get the right pretzels here. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now we should start 
the German pretzel place. We should start so many things. (laughs) Let's just have lots of businesses that we just run. Okay. All right. (laughs) Let's get going on that. Any investors out there? We (laughs) We need money. (laughs) But we're awesome. So we We want to make it happen. We are the best. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) Well, there's got to be an investor out there that's thinking, they're so right. I so need those pretzels. Mm -hmm. And then just bring mom in. And, you yeah, know, we would out. be our best customers. Well, right? Yeah, yeah, we would be. And and we'd have to get the special flour. I think it's good. It's good. I'm telling you. And then the right, beer, the, the right beer. The right beer. Oh, yes. You have to have that with the pretzel. That's exactly. A, and and the mustard. Must, the, yeah, the mustard. Well, you can get that here. You get yeah. that here. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for that. It's important. <laughs> okay. Um, my next question for you. If you could speak one pretend language... What would it be? Alien? <laughs> <laughs> like Klingon? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or do you watch Game of Thrones like Dothrakian? Do you no, know? I do not. No. no yeah. Well, no. it's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's one of those shows I totally enjoy, um, but there's parts of it like when I watched it back to back that I'm like, oh my gosh. Are we, yeah. they, they keep acting like this thing called Valerian Steel is awesome, and I'm like, they're always like, that's Valerian steel. I'm like, all the swords are Valerian steel at this point. It's not as cool as everybody thinks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you think about it, what what if we find a planet out there and they're, you know, kind of living things out there? How are we going to communicate, you know? I, well, Who's going to come up with that language? The, the, whole, the whole math thing. Like, that's the, yeah. the math thing will be the unifying language yeah. there, but, you but know. But still, they have their own dialect. True that. You'll see. So when so when we get to that alien place and we and then we start building websites, they'll call you. Exactly. Hey, there's another new business. Okay. You can course, do the social probably, media. They'll probably be like, you know, we're kind of beyond the website thing, people. We now just communicate mind to mind. We don't need that anymore. You just call them in your head. That's right. I want to talk to you. Okay, I'm talking. <laughs> see the mind meld. Oh, we figured things. it out. Okay. Okay, so um, my other question for you is, if you were in a band, what kind of music would you play? Hmm. Ooh, you, you ha- you've got this, like, thing in your head. I just say it. You, do you know that I'm a huge David Bowie fan? No, but I love David Bowie. We, we, we have known each other for so long, and we don't know our personal things, do we? I know. What is the deal with that? <laughs> I know. So you would be like a David Bowie yeah, band. Yeah. Would you I be mean, David was... Bowie, or would you be Ziggy from Mars? Oh, I've always been Ziggy from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we're talking aliens. What was I thinking? <laughs> of course you're from Mars. <laughs> no, his whole thing. I mean, he grabbed me, you know, when I grew up. It's like, yeah, the, the, he he is so cool, and his music just grabbed me. And he's just such. He was such an innovator. It's no like, yeah. kidding. He's I mean, so how can was. you ever live up to that? You can't, you know. Well, and I find it courageous when someone is just like, I am going to be this, and I don't really care what you think, and this is what I'm doing. Yeah, and I never have. You know, I don't care. I mean. You know, I do what I do because I love it. And if others don't like it, tough tootsies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Say that in German, tough tootsies. <laughs> Scheiße. <laughs> oh, awesome. 
<laughs> See, this is why you're here. <laughs> so, okay, David Bowie, I just heard um, a rendition of one of his major Tom. I mm-hmm. just heard this morning on Which KDHX one? Radio, and it was and I and I, I I was thinking I have to know what band this is that did this version because it's a really cool version. And and I just I mean he is he is so. And then I saw a documentary about him. Well, someone wrote a book. Um, it was there are many books. Well, there was a book, and it was written by his like a landlady. Like one of his land, like the the person that he was paying rent to, but then they ended up having an affair, and then she wrote a book about it. Well, you know why not? Yeah, those tell-all books yeah, they, they yeah, sell. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do, they do. But yeah, so so when um when he passed, was it totally bummer? Oh, it felt I, weird. I, I still can't listen to his new CD. Oh, that came out a few days. Did it before? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I had a whole. Sh- I have a. I actually have a David Bowie painting. He's a pa- an art. He was an artist. Did you know that? No. Yeah. He, I have a really cool painting. When he was living in Berlin, he lived in this apartment building, and um, he was standing at the bottom. Uh, he was coming down the stairs, and a little boy was standing at the bottom of the stairs, and he was looking up the stairs. And that's his painting. And that's his painting. And uh, the reasoning behind it, there's a dentist on the third floor the little kid had to go to. So you, that scary face. But David Bowie painted a lot like Max Beckmann, German painter. Actually, really? St. Louis has the largest Max Beckmann collection in the world oh, outside really? of Germany. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah, very dark, very... Scary, wacky, wacky. What's perfect for yeah. this show? Yeah. So, so wait, I this little shrine. kid. So is so. this? So this little kid was going. So so this was like pre David goes to the dentist on YouTube. This was David Bowie's version of <laughs> <laughs> the kid on the crazy <laughs> on the crazy anesthesia or what? Well, no, he was just, getting ready to go up to see the dentist uh, and just scared. You know, the scared look in his face. Well, so yeah. actually, on the day he passed away, I woke up and I looked on my phone. I'm like, Aww. no. I started crying. I went through my whole process. I'm like, no, no way, you know. And then I built a shrine around the painting. (laughs) That's totally cool. Do you still have it? Yeah. You should take a picture of it and post it so I can see it. (laughs) I did the day off. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Go back through my Facebook. Okay, I will go back through your feed. (laughs) Like like I'm stalking you. you. (laughs) I'll send it to you. No. Okay, so you would be in David Bowie's band then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that would be so much fun to go to, on tour with David. Yeah. I've been to a lot of his concerts. And luckily, two years ago, he was in Chicago. He had an exhibit. Luckily, I made it. Oh, like a, the, an exhibit for his painting? Of his life, oh. pretty much. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Some of his art. Yeah. No, I have to go look at his paintings. I had no idea. Yeah, they're really cool. That is super interesting. Mm-hmm. These artists, the they're wonderful, they do. aren't they? So before we wrap up, is there anything else you want? Us? But I know, right? It goes fast. It goes so fast. It always does. I'm always like, I can't believe we're done. Okay. Woo. There, woo, 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 there woo. it goes. <laughs> so is there something else we should know? Is there something else I should know about you? No, you know pretty much <laughs> everything about me. I think. Okay. I, I feel think. like I do now. I know so much more. This yeah. is why I have to do podcasts. So I get to know everybody I love. Yeah. That's <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. This was way fun. Oh yeah. Love and adore you. We'll be starting a bunch of businesses soon. We'll let everybody know about exactly. when we have And investors. Inve- we need investors. Yes. Investors. Show up now. Bitter, bitter, bitter. <laughs> you will not regret it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, Miss Evans. I love you. Thank you, Mish. I love you, too. Everyone, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Mishmash. Mash.